Welcome to the Arena Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy the message. What's your name there? Tim. The, um, he came forward. He's looking behind him now. What's your name again? Tristan. Tristan. I said to Tristan, I saw all the matching jumpers and I said to him, Tristan, did you volunteer or were you forced? So I won't, his mum's listening, so I won't say what his response was, but I don't think he volunteered. <laughs> But I remember, I, remember I, I, I feel for you, Tristan, because me and my brother are similar ages. Mum and dad used to buy those the same clothes, because Christmas was the time you got your new clothes. And me and my brother always had the same. People used to say to you, are you twins? No, we're not twins. But also, I remember as a, as a child, before we opened our presents... We, we had to sing to our parents. We had to sing a Christmas carol. Now, my elder sister, my elder sister, she's a bit like um, Hyacinth Bouquet. She likes to sing at you at any given opportunity. My little brother's a bit of a, bit of a creep, so he'd say yes to go along with it. So I'd be the, the reluctant performer in between the two. Uh, performing, I think I used to do Oh Come All You Faithful. We used to have to do that before we opened our presents. And uh, yeah, so they're good Christmas memories because despite all those things I'm saying, I still love Christmas. Although I've got, I've got to admit, I've got to admit, for me, Christmas is in December. All right. So don't even talk to me about Christmas before the end of November. Of course, as part of the worship band, we're, we're preparing great programs, we're practicing all the Christmas songs. But Christmas for me starts in December. I've worked out why is that? Well, for, for one, I'm not a big fan of Christmas pop music. I mean, all I want for Christmas is for Mariah Carey to write a written apology for releasing such a song that we're subjected to. I, I'm not a big fan of Christmas movies either, to be honest. Um, Christmas. Bah humbug. Although, although I have some exceptions. Um, yeah, I mean, I got a spoiler for Josh. Christmas movies are all based around the Christmas carol. So, miserly Christmas hater becomes a generous Christmas person by the end of the film. You go, that's all your Christmas films. With the exception, of course, of uh, The Muppets Christmas Carol. Who cannot like The Muppets? Uh, or It's a Wonderful Life. That's a great movie, isn't it? I don't cry, I just chop onions whilst I'm watching it. And then, of course, um, this Die Hard, which of course is the ultimate Christmas movies. What great Christmas memories. But there's something I just remember about Christmas as a kid. We, Mum and Dad didn't have that much. And you know, next door would have all the, you know, the mountain of presents. It took them three days to open. Me and my brother, I remember one year we said, we like forests. So we had a forest kit. But Mum and Dad, it was just a red football shirt, white shorts. We didn't have a forest badge on it, but for us, that was forest. See, but we loved Christmas. I've always loved Christmas, but why is that? Well, Christmas 1983, was doing a Christmas open air, and the, the vicar doing the open air says, you little boy, what do you get for Christmas? So I own a Bible, because that's what I got, Christmas 1983. Mum and Dad bought us our own Bible. I've still got it as well, actually. I've still got it, and it is well used, John. You'll, you'll be pleased to know. So Christmas has got many memories. But what is the greatest thing about Christmas? Why do I love Christmas so much? Whether, whether you're rich or whether you're poor, whether you have lots, whether you had good memories or bad memories, what is it about Christmas that is so special? Well, Isaiah summed it up hundreds of years before Jesus was born. He said, Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. Christmas for me is all about God 
with us. Because that's what Emmanuel means, God with us. And in, in Matthew's account, we see that he writes, so the script will be fulfilled. The virgin will bear a son and call him Emmanuel, God with us. Maybe this Christmas, you've got some Christmases behind you that weren't so great. I'm going to suggest that maybe Emmanuel wasn't part of it. Because even as a child and grown up and from a married life, I've just known every single Christmas, I love Christmas because it's a reminder. And I said to the guys on a video just this week, 365 days a year, I remember God is with us. But more so at Christmas, God with us. But let me tell you a story. A long time ago, there's lots of children. You all said you're big kids, didn't you? So you're going to help me out here now. A long time ago, when God created the world, everything was perfect and there was a garden. And this garden was beautiful. It was lush. It was just the right temperature. And there was everything they could ever want. I was hoping for it. There we go. Beautiful picture of a garden. Everything was just right. And into that garden were God's two best friends, Adam and Eve. They had everything they could ever want. All they had to do, they didn't have to work. It was all there for them. It was all provided. All they had to do was name the animals. So, so kids, so there's, a, there's a funny, funny um, hairy one, loves bananas. <laughs> Anybody know what that animal is? Monkey. It's a monkey. We, we've got some good uh, animal experts in here. What about an animal that's so tall with a really long neck? It's a giraffe. What about, there's, a, there's an animal, big floppy ears, makes a noise. That's an elephant. And there's another animal that's all slippy and slivery and a snake. So that's all Adam and Eve had to do was name the animals. I had a nice slide for that as well, I think. So that's all Adam and Eve. There we go. That's all they had to do. And the Bible says, we know that Adam and Eve were God's best friends because he walked in the cool of the day. He liked to walk in the cool of the day. Every single day he was walking. How was your day today? What did you name that funny furry one that likes bananas, monkey? Oh yeah, I like that. That's a good one. And how was, how was all that lovely water? Did you ever swim today, Adam? Oh yeah, it's a beautiful swim today, God. Best friend. What's it like to have a best friend? Who's got a best friend here? Isn't it great to have a best friend? You, you can walk together. You can, you can talk together. You can laugh together. You can even cry together. But of course, in the Garden of Eden, there was no sadness. There's no crying. You could tell each other your secrets. You could tell each other how you feel. Isn't it great to have a best friend? You see, God loved being with his best friends more than anything that's why this garden was so special and so perfect because a place that God could be with his best friends, Adam and Eve. Then one day, God was walking in the garden and something was not quite right. Where was Adam? Where was Adam? Adam was hiding. Why was Adam hiding? What had gone on to make Adam hide and turn away and not want to see his best friend that day? Well, the Bible tells us that they'd been naughty. They disobeyed God. God had only given them one thing that shouldn't do. And they did it. 
And that friendship was broken. The Bible calls that sin. It's the wrong things we think and say and do. And God, our best friend, is hurt. He's offended by what we can do because God is perfect. But all these things he's made for us are so right. But yet, we don't go with it. We go our own way. We're very headstrong. We do our own thing. And so it has been for centuries that God and his best friend were separated. What does it feel like when your best friend turns away from you? What does it feel like when the person you love the most doesn't want to have anything to do with you? And over the centuries, there were things that the, the children of Israel did. There were many men who were naughty and evil and wicked and did so many bad things, but still God wanted to be their best friend. And he had a plan. He had a plan. You see, we can see God as creator. He created the world. But he's more than that. We can see God as our king and our ruler. He set the Ten Commandments for us to follow. But he's more than that. We can see God as the judge because he is righteous. He is perfect. But he is more than that. He is Emmanuel. He is with us. And when we look at the Christmas story, just a few characters, and God, every single one of us, falls under one of these characters in some way or other. The first character is Herod. And Herod, looking, looking very angry there, Herod represents those people who think their position and their title and their status makes them more important than they don't need God to be their friend. But God... If Herod had wanted it, was still God with us to Herod. He chose not to, unfortunately. And then we have the wise men. They're the, the intellectual people, the professors, the really clever people. Now, God has made intelligence. He's made us to want to have knowledge. But sometimes, like the wise men, particularly those who are very bright, we tend to look in the wrong places because we think we can work it out all in here. God still wants to be Emmanuel to those people. And then we have Mary and Joseph. See, God with us to submitted like Mary. Mary said in the, in, in the Bible to the angel, may it be to me whatever you say. Whatever you say, I'm going to obey. And Joseph, her devoted husband. You know, Joseph put his own wants and desires to one side for the purpose of Emmanuel because Joseph understood God had a great big plan the submitted and the devoted God wants to be Emmanuel to people like the shepherds now the shepherds were the most lowly in Jewish society it was a menial task it was the lowest of low to be a shepherd but who were the first people to be told about the birth of Jesus it was the shepherds. Because God wants to be Emmanuel even when you're at your lowest. Now, today's Christmas Day is full of joy. It's full of hope. It's full of expectation. But maybe not for you. Maybe sometimes Christmas is a bad time. You've got bad memories. There are people you miss. God is still Emmanuel at your lowest point. And of course, we have Jesus. Jesus was called Emmanuel, God with us, the gift of God, the free gift of God. We look at presents at Christmas. There's a present here 
for the best behaved boy or girl that Matilda's going to tell in a second. But two things are going to need to happen with that present. First of all, whoever wins it is going to have to take it off me. Then it becomes theirs. I'm giving it away. I don't want to keep it. I'm going to give it away. Okay, that's the first thing. But then the second thing is, they're going to have to open it and see what's inside. So this Christmas morning, you've had lots of presents, or maybe like me, the presents are still waiting to be opened. But the gift, the Emmanuel, God with us gift this morning, take the gift, open it, and enjoy what is inside. The Bible says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Emmanuel, that's what Christmas means to me. God with us. Now, Matilda, before I finish, before the band starts singing again, do you have a best behaved person for me who I can give this present to? Hmm? Glennis. Glennis. See, Glennis is more surprised than I am that she's the best behaved person. Glennis, come forward. Come forward, Glennis. Come forward. So, once I, hand this, once I hand this over, it is Glennis's. <laughs> and then Glennis can open it to reveal what is inside. Bless you, Glennis. You are the best behaved person this morning. Let's, let's just pray for a second. So, Father, right now, as we celebrate once again this Christmas time, the free gift, may we all remember in our day-to-day busyness with the dinner cooking and the present opening and seeing friends and family, that rather than presents, your presence is what we need in our lives most of all. And may remember today and tomorrow and for the next 365 days that you are indeed Emmanuel, God with us. Amen. If you've not got a Bible, we have got some Bibles you can take with you and read about Emmanuel all for yourself. Just ask one of the team on the door and I'll give you a Bible and I'll hand back to Nathan.